Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon, Easter Sunday at Lone Depot Park in Miami, the Marlins and the Phillies were wrapping up a four-game series. Eliezer Hernandez went opposite of Zach Wheeler. Eliezer was trying to improve on his outing last Monday in Anaheim. And boy, did he ever. With a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. A very happy Easter Sunday for the Marlins here at Lone Depot Park. Up and down the lineup, everybody getting in the act. Good job on the mound by Eliezer Hernandez. And the Marlins beat the Philadelphia Phillies 11-3, the final score. Marlins take this series three games to one. A nice start to the home schedule with this Miami ball club. After a shaky beginning on the road, the Marlins have come home and they have been able to right the ship. Now look to keep it going after the day off tomorrow in a three-game series here at Lone Depot Park against the Cardinals Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. Marlins jumped on Zach Wheeler early in this ball game. We were scoreless into the second with Wheeler matching up against Eliezer Hernandez. Wheeler, who coming in, had had tremendous success throughout his career as first to met, then a Philly against the Marlins. 17 lifetime starts, 9-3, a 1.97 ERA. Going back to the start of 2018 against Miami, 10 starts, 8-2, a 165 ERA. He'd pitched six previous times here at Lone Depot, 3-0, a 155 ERA. You get the point. He'd been really good against the Marlins. He'd been really good in this ballpark. Well, those numbers got blown up here a little bit today. And things got going in the second inning. Brian Anderson in a scoreless game, a leadoff walk. The Marlins had the first man on for their second baseman, Jazz Chisholm. And there's a hot smash over the bag at first. Down the line, extra bases into the corner. And he is racing around second, headed to third. He'll be waved to the plate. He's going to score. And Jazz is in with a slide at third base. An RBI triple. The Marlins take a 1-0 lead. But they were just getting warmed up in that second inning with the infield drawn in. Jazz at third, nobody out. Brian De La Cruz. 1-2 to De La Cruz. Hot smash up the middle. Base hit center field. Jazz can walk home. It's 2-0 Marlins. And the fun was... Just getting going with De La Cruz at first base. The shortstop, Miguel Rojas. It'll be a 2-2 pitch to Rojas. There's a line drive to right. That's in for a hit, and that's going to go into the corner. De La Cruz turns second, headed to third. Pedrique's going to wave him. Miggy's around second. He wants a triple. A throw to the infield gets away. Miggy's in standing up at third. It's the second RBI triple in the inning for Miami, and it's a 3-0 lead. Marlins wanted more. Phillies pulled the infield in, and it looked like Wheeler might escape the inning without further damage. He's got Peyton Henry on a comebacker to the mound. Rojas had to stay at third, one out. Jorge Soler, then a chopper to first base. Reese Hoskins made the play for out number two, and again, Rojas had to stay at third base. But with two outs and Miggy still at third base, Jesus Sanchez added to the early advantage. 2-0 pitch to Sanchez is ripped to right for another hit. Miggy scores. It's 4-0 Marlins. Marlins would end up sending eight men to the plate in the second inning. Four runs 
on four hits and a walk, and they had themselves a 4-0 lead. With Eliezer Hernandez hanging zeros, the Marlins added to that advantage in the third inning with one out. Brian Anderson walked with two outs. He advanced to second base on Brian De La Cruz's second single in the game. So first and second, two down, and Miguel Rojas, the hitter. Pitch to Rojas, is hit on a line, sinking fast, left field, down for a base hit, Schwarber has it, throw it to the plate, here comes Anderson, he slides in, safe, 5-0 Miami. Marlins would extend the lead in inning number four, top of the order at the plate, Jorge Soler hit by a pitch by Wheeler to start things off, he'd go to third on a Sanchez single, the second of three Jesus Sanchez hits in this ball game. When Jesus Aguilar walked, the bases were loaded, and Zach Wheeler's day was over after three innings plus and 66 pitches. Christopher Sanchez out of the bullpen to face Joey Wendell. 0-1 to Wendell. He swings and hits it on the ground. Back up the middle. Base hit the center field. Soler scores. Here comes Sanchez. Two runs are going to score. Miami has a 7-0 lead. There you go. Joey Wendell comes through again for Miami. It's 7-0 Marlins. Well, Christopher Sanchez would then retire the next couple of men and with uh, Wendell at third base and two outs. Brian De La Cruz worked a walk. Miguel Rojas took a call third strike, ending that inning finally. But again, as they had in the second, the Marlins sent eight men to the plate in the fourth. They scored two runs on two hits. There were a couple of walks, hit batsmen in the inning. And at the end of four, it was 7 nothing Miami. At that point, we could close the book on Zach Wheeler. Three innings plus today, eight hits, seven runs. He walked three, hit a batter, struck out three, 66 pitches, 41 strikes. The Phils would finally break through against Eliezer Hernandez in the top of the fifth inning, a two-out solo home run by Bryce Harper, Harper's second long ball of the season. That made it a 7-1 to game, but the Marlins would get that run back and then some in the bottom of the sixth with Christopher Sanchez still pitching. Joey Wendell hit by a pitch. Brian Anderson a single. First and second. Nobody out for Jazz Chisholm. Here's the 2-2. And Jazz lines one over first. Base hit down the right field line. Castellanos over to cut it. That'll score Wendell. Anderson's headed to third. Jazz wants a double. And he is safe. He just barely beat the relay throw into second. An RBI double. Another extra base hit for Jazz Chisholm. And it's 8-1. Jazz now has seven hits on the season, and six of them have gone for extra bases. Two doubles, two triples, and two home runs. Brian De La Cruz struck out. Miguel Rojas was walked intentionally. And with one out and men at the corners, Peyton Henry hit a ground ball that was fielded by the pitcher Sanchez. The only play for Sanchez was to get Henry out at first base. But that brought Anderson in from third base, made it a 9-1 Marlins lead. In the top half of the seventh inning, Bryce Harper, an RBI double to make it 9-2. Marlins came back to get a run back in their half of the seventh. A one-out single by Jesus Aguilar. That would be it for Christopher Sanchez. Brad Hand on the pitch. He walked Joey Wendell. He then hit Brian Anderson. Marlins had four batters hit in this game, just the fourth time in team history. They've had four batters hit in a single game. Jazz with a sacrifice fly to drive in his third run of the day. That made it a 10-2 score in the seventh. Phil's pushed across a run against Anthony Bass in the eighth inning on a one-out solo home run by Kyle Schwarber, his second long ball, his first since opening day. He went two for four today. He came in one for his last 28 and just three for 32 on the season. 
the Schwarber home run made it a 10-3 contest in the last of the eighth with Jose Alvarado pitching one out. Peyton Henry was hit by a pitch. Again, the fourth Marlin to be hit in this game. And with two outs, he was at second base. And Jesus Sanchez had a chance to cap a big afternoon. For Sanchez, he's hitting 324. That's a nice start. So we get a ground ball back up the middle and a base hit, rounding third and scoring is Peyton Henry. Jesus Sanchez has three hits this afternoon. And the Marlins increase their lead. It's 11-3 here in the eighth. It was then up to Lewis Head to slam the door in the ninth. He got the first out. Johan Camargo fly ball to center, but then he hit Simone Muziati with a pitch. He then walked Garrett Stubbs. So there were runners at first and second. One out in the ninth. Head trying to slam the door facing Bryce Harper. One, two again to Harper. There's a chopper toward first. Aguilar goes down to second for one. Back to first. Double play, and that's your ball game. What a weekend. They win three out of four from the Philadelphia Phillies. And they take the series finale in resounding fashion. 11-3, the final score at Lone Depot Park. For the Marlins today, a season-high 11 runs on a season-high 13 hits. No errors. They left 13 men on base. A lot of base runners. For the Phillies, three runs, eight hits, one error. Eight left on base. Eliezer Hernandez, the winning pitcher, one and one for Eliezer. Six innings, a five-hit, one-run ball. He walked one, struck out five, allowed a homer, hit a batter, 91 pitches, 65 strikes, making his 40th big league start today. Eliezer Hernandez made it through six innings for just the sixth time in his career for the first time since August 30th of 2019, a game in Washington. He had made 21 starts since his last six-inning outing. He went six here today for the win, and he beat Zach Wheeler, the Marlins' nemesis, who falls to 0-2 on the season. Time of the ball game was three hours, 32 minutes with the victory. The Marlins are 4-5 and five on the year, 3-1 and one here at Lone Depot Park. The Phillies dropped to 4-6. and six. They're now 2-2 two and two on the road. Phillies head to Colorado, the second and final stop on this two-city, seven-game road trip. They'll play a three-game set against the Rockies beginning tomorrow night at Coors Field. Marlins have tomorrow off. Then they'll welcome the Cardinals in for a three-game series. 640 games Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Jesus Luzardo, after the dazzling debut against the Angels last week, will make his second start against Adam Wainwright in the series opener. Sandy Alcantara pitches Wednesday, we believe, against Jordan Hicks if the Cardinals' rotation holds. And then Pablo Lopez will go in the series and homestand finale Thursday at 640. Again, if the Cardinals rotation holds, it would be Miles Michaelis starting opposite Pablo in that ball game. Tickets for all three games available at Marlins.com. This season, the Marlins are again teaming up with AutoNation to strike out cancer. Every time Marlins pitcher strikes out an opponent, the Marlins will pledge $25 to AutoNation's Drive Pick Initiative. Together, we can win on and off the field. More good news today. Seven strikeouts by Marlins pitchers. That's another $175 headed to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative for the season now. 79 strikeouts by the Marlins pitching staff and $1,975 already headed to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative. Marlins hammer the Phillies 11-3. 11 runs on 13 hits for Miami. Before we hear from Don Mattingly, we'll take a quick break. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, 
Adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back here on Marlins Rewind this morning. Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly. After his ball club improved to 4-5 and five with an 11-3 victory over the Phillies yesterday. Hey, Donnie Elias, is that the sharpness you're looking for from him? Yeah, no doubt. Um, obviously, today, early on, I had his slider, it looked like. Um, fastball location was pretty good, missed a few spots, but in, in general, really good. Um, he kind of set the tone for the day. After everything he's went through in the last couple of seasons, this is his first time in three years, I think, that he can complete six innings. So how satisfying is to see that? Yeah, it was good to see. He stayed strong too. He's throwing probably harder in the in the sixth than he was in the other innings. But and and he's had he's been one of those guys that that third time through has been a problem for him. But today, really good. Donnie, to take three of four in a series against an NLE team, and the way you guys were able to take three of four just has to feel good about about that. Yeah, I think the obviously the home opener was was one of those you. You feel good about the next day. We it was, it was a good game for us last night. We kind of take it on the chin, and really last night's game. I, I mean, you don't think about it last night, but you think about it today when, you know, basically what Cody Petit did last night allows us, and then Ellie Eiser allows our pin to be rested at the end of the game if it was one of those games. Uh, so, you know, you kind of, I know I'm blending games together, but. You know, it's just how one leads to the other. Not back to Eliezer, just what he can mean to this rotation if he can stay healthy and look how he did, you know. Today. Yeah, all of, all of them, right? It's just like you want them to be able to build off each other from Jesus to Sandy to Pablo. Uh, you start putting that type of pitching where it's pretty good outings every time out. Obviously, Trevor's what didn't wasn't as good as it. He would have liked, obviously, our RS. Um, but you get that momentum when you start getting pitching and it's consistent, and usually those guys in that rotation, uh, if you can get them like almost, you know, we're competing for the same thing, but you want them competing against each other. One guy has a good outing, you want the next guy to have a good outing. Uh, that guy has a good outing, you want to keep that momentum going, and that's how you're able to put some wins together. Uh, Brian Anderson made a few really good plays in left field. Just thoughts on him out there for the first time in the regular season game? No, great play, great play, and, you know, early with – yeah, you know, I love that aggressiveness and, and the way he got after the ball, and then coming up throwing too. You know, that's a play that you know he's he's got the kind of arm that can make that play. But just the aggressiveness, uh, I like that early. He had some good at bats too, so you know a lot of good at, good at bats up and down the order. Um, you know, Jazz was good today. Miggy big hits early. We were able to 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 get to Wheeler and kind of force him into the zone. I mean, he's got great stuff. So he's one of those guys that. Uh, Anytime you can put some runs on him, you feel good. And you mentioned pregame with Anderson early in the season, but he reached base, I think, seven times the last two games. To see him getting going on that side as well. Who's? Uh, Brian Anderson. He's okay. Seven base, he's reached base seven times the last two games after, yeah, the, after I think, the road trip. Yeah, I think just Andy, like we talked about today a little bit, or was it yesterday? I'm not, I'm not sure, but, you know, it's so early, right? So a guy that's not really rolling yet, you really don't have any concerns because they put two good games together and they go from hitting 150 to 350, right, and and doing doing a lot of things and gaining momentum. So, um, 
Yeah, we got a lot right now. It seems like a pretty good momentum with our offense. Andy, pretty adequate in left field. First career start in left field. He made the great play on Gregorius early. Yeah, no, he's he's been working, and we you know it was good to have him working all spring. Um, he was out there working early today, so uh, you know again he's a guy I talked about a lot in spring that was going to be valuable for us. Uh, today we're able to give out a sale a day. Uh, we'll continue to try to get guys' days, you know, at, you know, different sequences uh, throughout the season. Offensively, you score 11 runs on 13 hits or whatever. You don't hit a home run. Um, but in Jazz and Rojas in particular, the triples, like that was a hustle triple by Jazz really in the second. He could break it down and be content with an RBI double. Rojas, the same thing, and Jazz hustled out the double in the sixth inning for the RBI. Do you see a team that's creating a little bit of an identity offensively? Well, you hope that just up and down. You know, I think that's what we, again, what we we see with our club is that it has a chance to be deep. So, up and down the order, you know, really top to bottom, you feel like, you know, Miggy's hitting in the eight hole today, and you know, he's a guy that last year may have been leading off or hitting, you know, at the basically at the top of our order, uh, and not that he's not capable of that, but it's like you're starting to hopefully build an offense that no matter where you're at in the order, it's up and down, uh, it gets deep, we can hurt you from different spots. Um, you know, that, and that's really what we're trying to create. Tommy, I saw some Peyton Henry behind the plate today. Really good. Yeah, he's did two nice jobs. I think he had Lazardo in uh, in Anaheim and then Eliezer today. So he's had two good outings and, and really put, like, kind of little things he was able to do. And I know he hadn't had a hit yet, but he puts ball in play with – in situation got us a run you know you, I think he walks uh, gets hit by pitch so it, you know he's still part of it and, and doing his thing we got a pitch com issue with Eliezer and Rojas did they swap devices or something yeah well it wasn't Eliezer and Rojas it was just Eliezer he didn't have his turned up loud enough oh okay he, he lost one in the dugout something happened he had he couldn't find it came out of his hat in the dugout and so he had to put a new one in and then uh, that's the one I guess wasn't turned up loud enough. Cost us a trip. That was Don Mattingly after the Marlins beat down of the Phillies yesterday afternoon. Miami off today, back at it at 6.40 tomorrow night when Adam Wainwright goes opposite of Jesus Lazardo. That means we're on the air at 6.10 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.